Hi, and welcome back to the Bad Movie Podcast, hosted by me, Meredith Mathis. And me, Alexis Clare. Well, we are coming back to you after our spooky times with something that's, one may say, still spooky, but not in the paranormal sense. I mean, kind of. Well, not. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, it Did was, I not just say not in the paranormal sense? Well, I mean, yeah. It's unnerving. I'll say that. Well, I mean, I wouldn't classify this as horror, but yeah. we do have world domination, world ending, and alien tropes. Yeah. So, that being said, you all asked for it. You all wanted it. And you all <laughs> needed it. We watched three different versions of War of the Worlds. And for those who don't know, War of the Worlds is a novel by um, H.G. Wells. Herbert George. And was turned into a adaptation in the 50s, which is the original. Yeah. And then was remade in 2005 by Spielberg, starring Tom Cruise. And during 2005... <laughs> There was also a version made by Pendragon Films and another version also made in 2005 produced by our favorite production company, The Asylum, which have brought us hits like Titanic 666. (laughs) And I want to say the Sharknado movies. At least the tenth one. I couldn't like when it said like click one of more. The Sharknado movies. Yeah. is definitely produced by them. Which like I didn't know there was a tenth one. So There's go so off. Many. All right, but to get us started, I'm going to read the IMDb. Let's make it interesting. Okay. I'm going to read them, and I'm going to have my co-host guess which one is which. I can't wait. Which one goes to which movie? I know one of them. Only only for one reason. Delete it from your mind. Okay, it's gone. Okay. Well, I I will go ahead and start this. It's going to give it away, but it's fine. Mm -hmm. The authentic movie adaptation of H.G. Wells' classic novel follows the story of humanity at the turn of the 20th century as a large cylinder from space falls on the English countryside. Yeah, see, that one I knew... I mean, obviously it's different because... So it's the Pendragon one yes. to everybody else. Um, it is also the longest running time of all of these movies. Yeah. At three hours, if you find the original version, the director's cut two and a half hours because everyone said, what the fuck? Why is it three hours? Um, but like, I also knew it because... Like, the description was, like, the most authentic. We're that bitch. This is just, like, the book. They wish they were as cool as us. (laughs) Exactly. But next we have... A determined astrophysicist must embark on a nationwide journey to find his son during a massive alien invasion. That's... Invasion. That's goal. (laughs) is to exterminate the human race. I wish I was lying. That is how it is written. (laughs) Well, that's got to be the asylum. Yes. Which, like, now that I'm thinking, we'll get into it, but, like... And then, finally, an alien invasion threatens the future of humanity. The catastrophic nightmare is depicted through the eyes of one American family fighting for survival. That would be Spielberg. 
Tommy Cruise. Yeah. I love that they made him a flop, is my thought. (laughs) Um, My thought is, exactly, so, a quick, very, very fast rundown of these movies, because I don't want to have to spend too much time on discussing Moval, like, the plot. I want to talk about, I want to talk about the weird shit. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of it. The basic plot of all of these movies, aka the basic plot of the novel. Yeah. Thing falls from sky. Yeah. We check it out. Thing crawls out of thing. Now there's aliens in little robotic things. They are blowing everything up. They're eating humans. They're shitting out their corpses. <laughs> there's red vines everywhere. And eventually, oh my god, the vines start dying. Humanity riseth again. The aliens die. We all live in peace after yeah. tons of people are dead and everything's decimated. But the aliens could not survive on Earth because of our germs. Yeah. That's basically the 911 of it all. The the low and dirty, the gritty nitty, if you will. The 911. <laughs> the 911 of it all, which. I was like. All of these movies are post 911. Yeah. It is obvious in the Tom Cruise version because it takes place in New York. Like, he, it starts in New York. Which, like, I feel like, I mean, like, you know, I told you this already, but, like, somebody, and probably more than just this person, criticized it for being, like, eh, it has 9-11 themes, which, like, it's New York post-9-11 in the 2000s, And something Duh. is blowing things up. Yeah. Of course. I feel like the other one should, too, because that one, like, they're trying to get to D.C. <laughs> Hello? Uh, did we all forget that during 9-11, they hit the Pentagon? Honestly. It's my favorite part. <laughs> Just on a date. What's your favorite part of 9-11? When they hit the Pentagon. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. But yeah, so that's like um, the basics. The low of, and dirty. Um, I've already, it was like, I've already forgotten the War of the Worlds. <laughs> I, I, okay, so I also want to start out mm-hmm. a little different. I want us to go ahead and share our ratings because I wrote them down as we watched it. Oh my God. See, I'm so nervous because I reviewed reviewed these on Letterboxd. Um, Shout out to my very prolific Letterboxd account. Um, But I didn't rate the last two because I don't know. Okay. So the first one, I think I gave like a three out of five. So I'll give that like a 7.5 out of 10. So the first one... For, Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's the first one that we watched. So Spielberg, yes. I'm giving 7.5. So close. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Okay. Mainly just because, and I mean, we don't have to get into this. It's not mm. super important. I watched it a lot as a kid. Oh, I, right. It's your post-2009. This is my post-2009. I watched this movie. This movie, I watched a lot of Tom Cruise movies as a youth. Um, It definitely hasn't affected me at all. Um, <laughs> this movie, and I want to say it's Edge of Tomorrow. I want to watch it so bad. I love we need Edge to watch tomorrow. it. Oh, whenever you want to throw it down to Edge of Tomorrow, you call me. <laughs> I know we live together, but call me. I will throw it down. I used to have both of these on DVDs. My really weird, emotionally abusive friend in high school gave me a bunch of DVDs of like movies that he was like, you have to watch these. I'm a movie critic. Um, <laughs> these were the two, and I would watch these on repeat. I'm mostly giving it um, a higher score, not because I was like super into the movie, but it's a Spielberg movie, so it looks good. It's visually very pleasing. You feel a lot of things. Yeah. And it's not like, 
in the next two movies, <laughs> you feel things, but it's not good things. Um, for the next movie, which is the Pendragon one, I felt a lot of things. Most of them were confused. And bored. And not that I wanted to watch the three-hour version, because we watched the director's cut, which in which he cut down like 30 which, minutes of the movie. Which, my God, if you're trying to find this movie, God bless. Power to you. It's so hard to find these movies. But... It, it has really quick cuts, and I think it's because he cut everything down, and so it really just jumps me out of it a lot. But I will... I'll give it a two. Mm. As a person who hasn't read the books, this is solely based on what the internet's telling me, um, that it's, like, the most accurate to the book ever. And that's not even, like, praising the book because like also fuck hg wells but like it's just praising a book to movie adaptation yeah i'm like sure you did the the book i give it a 1.5 out of 10 that's fair because it's ugly it's bad i can't express how bad this is um but there were a couple of moments that i was like i giggled at like a couple of I lines. love the soldier in this movie. Um honestly, my two stars, one of them is for the soldier. <laughs> I enjoyed the beginning of the movie in the sense of how you enjoy a re- like a really shitty movie. Like yeah. I would never watch this movie again. I never want to watch this movie again. <laughs> I never want to see it on my screen again. I never want to think about it again after this. But the beginning of the movie was comedic. And then we start actually getting into it. And as soon as the alien lands, I'm out. That's so funny. (laughs) Because the beginning of the movie, I'm so bored. I, so like. Well, I think the beginning for me, I'm getting used to how they shoot this film, how they talk, how they walk. It's so bad (laughs) that I'm so jarred that I'm paying so much attention. (laughs) And then as soon as I get used to it, I'm tapped out. Yeah. I really don't like, so in the beginning of this one, they have like an old man that um, he's doing astrophysicist things. I mean, not like physicists because physics like, don't exist yet. They don't have, well, they have cars, but like it's not, it's not a good car. Yeah. They have a thing that has wheels. But he's hanging out with this old guy doing astronomy and stuff. I really don't like the old dude. Oh, I don't mind him. I know. You were like, he has big grandpa he, vibes. He gives it and I'm like, he does, but I wish he didn't. He gives it his all, but I wish he gave less. I mean, I was going to say sorry to this old man, but he's probably dead now. Uh, He's probably dead. This was was 2005 and he was already old. Yeah. So shout out to my old man in the Ben Dragon War of the Worlds. I'm sorry that any, I'm sorry that any of you were there for this, honestly. Yeah. Um, Um, And for the asylum. Yeah. Um, I'm brave. I'm, I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. I'm gonna give it a six. I kind of enjoyed it. It's my favorite one, and like I'm giving it a lower rating because, like I said, the the, the Spielberg one is much more visually pleasing. Yeah, like it is a well done movie. Yeah, all the props to it. Well done. The acting's there. Yeah, the cast is there. The settings there. The soundtrack is there. The soundtrack for the Asylum is not there. But I will say for the Asylum also, my favorite part of it, rated R. It is rated R. 
It sure is. And boy, oh boy, does it get that title. Yeah. This movie is gruesome. Yeah. It's crazy. So to start in the asylum version, the wife is naked. There's tits. You see full nipple. Yeah, yeah, she's fully naked. I mean, like, you don't see bottom. We don't see vag, but the nips are nipping. Yeah. And... I was like, oh, that's why it's rated R. We're going to get like a little sex scene at the beginning, set us up, think we're, you know, moving and cruising. It's a happy little movie, happy little trees. <laughs> and no, we get nips. That's it. Everything else is gore. And at first we were like, oh, is this rated R for tits? <laughs> rated R for radical tits. <laughs> no, it's rated R for radical gruesome. There's a man who gets cut in half. Which, one of my favorite parts. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Also, I also love it because it's Peter Green who's like, and also, yeah, and also like the the main guy. The main guy of this movie is C. Thomas Howell, Howell, who, if you know, um, was Pony Boy in The Outsiders, (laughs) has been on tons of shit, like is relatively famous. (laughs) Yeah. Like he was a hotshot 90s actor. Yeah. And, like, he still does stuff. Like, he's been in Criminal Minds and shit, and he does, like, a lot of TV shows now, but, like... And this is apparently, like, in IMDb, like, they list um, Peter Green in this, like, a trivia thing that, like, this is, like, one of his only roles where he doesn't play, like, a villain or a bad guy. He's just a dude. He's just cutting. <laughs> just a dude cut in half. I mean, I wouldn't really say cut. Exploded in half. Smashed in half? Yeah. He's got, like, a wall on him, and they pick up the wall. And, and see, Thomas Howell keeps being like, get it off of it, get it off of it. And then they get it off, and, and he's he, like... Mm. Someone throws up. Yeah, his... Moment. I was gonna say friend. Friend is a very loose term for soldier him. Soldier companion. His soldier boy. <laughs> soldier boy vomits. Yeah. And it's... Also, not Yikes. to be gruesome on the vomit, but like... You see that too, and I'm like, I. It's not great. It looks yeah. like gravy. Yeah, <laughs> like I wasn't excited. I turned away because, I mean, I know you don't like seeing people vomit either. Yeah. But like, I turned away. I was like, oh, I did not know. <laughs> like the man cut in half. I was like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but don't make me see somebody vomit. Right. I can do the cut in half. I can't do the vomit. Oh yeah, and then also somebody gets shot in the head. Yeah. I was like, what's the other... Because I was like, I remember there was another thing. Because also we watched this on Tubi, right? And there were yes. ads. Yes. <laughs> you can watch it free on Tubi if you can deal with some ad breaks. And I will say, the last movie that we watched on Tubi, the ad breaks were, like, shocking. Yeah. It came out such very shocking times. Versus this one, it was more like... It would, like, fade into it, kind of. Yeah, Yeah, like a um, made-for-TV movie. Which I feel like it was. Well, at least I know for the Pendragon one, like, that was, like, straight to DVD or VHS, whatever. (laughs) Um, I hope it... I mean, it was 2005, so probably not VHS, but... I I wish. I want this on VHS. I was like, it probably would have read better on VHS. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me not to get sidetracked again but like the pendragon one reminds me like i watched the like og great gatsby from like the 50s and like i haven't we haven't watched the war of the worlds the 50s version but i feel like this feels more <laughs> 50s version than that one would 
Yeah, I think I have watched the old version. It's just been a very long time. And I also want to say, like, it was not... Like, this served more... I would expect this from the 50s than the 50s one does. I just, like, I can't express how much I watched that one and, like, the only emotion... I mean, like, I felt annoyed at times, but just so confused 24-7. Yeah. It was a lot of confusion. But on the... um the asylum one the reason i was mentioning the ad breaks is because like when somebody gets shot in the head just immediately after there's an ad break big lots (laughs) big lots ad coming to you black friday deals yeah but to start to get into more um so as said before the aliens if you will come down from space and they in the tom cruise version the ship thing Mm -hmm. that they use the tripod is what they call it in the movie it has been underground like there's tons of them all over the world comes up like a kaiju yeah and lightning strikes a bunch of times and during one of the lightning strikes is when the little alien people go through the hole in the ground it's weird because like they show it and like it looks like there's like blood <laughs> lightning, like veins. Yeah. It's super weird. I don't like it. It's I mean, not giving... in that like it's done bad. It just creeps me out. Yeah. Which one may argue. It's done great. It's done great. It's doing its job. Um, But it's giving Beam Me Up Scotty Star Trek yeah. energy. Whereas for both the Asylum and the Pendragon versions, it's like a meteor hits. And orb. it's like this orb egg. And, and then in, they'd unscrew the top and here comes the little guys. And in the asylum one, like his son, the astrophysicist's son is like looking up at the sky through like a telescope. D- middle of the day. Yeah. And like, is like, oh, I see Mars. It looks like an, a comet. And his dad's like, why would it look You're like dumb. a comet? You're so stupid. And he's like, oh shit, that does look like a comet. And I'm like, I, this kid looks like he's not like a kid kid. Like he's not like five. Yeah. He's probably like seven like you should know what planets look like <laughs> they don't look yeah. like shooting stars they don't i was gonna say they don't move but like not that fast they're not flying around not moving into the we can see it with our naked eye area exactly yeah but um so when for all versions except for the pin dragon version both the asylum and the tom cruise version are set in the general 2005 early 2000s era yeah so there's cars planes trains automobiles which phones. supposedly don't work they all stop working once the aliens start rucking up the things. tripods <laughs> yeah when the tripods start tripoding <laughs> but every movie has their version of a tripod the spielberg tom cruise version gives she she the- is a beautiful lady she is a very beautiful lady. The pin dragon, they give him. Yeah. They give they give he. They're special. They look like ants. Yeah. That's not cute. <laughs> they don't they have very bad energy. The aliens when they get out, the Martians as they call them, so ugly. They look like squares with they look like if a squid got run over. They apparently, and this is also things that I'm getting from the internet, but everyone's like, it's so accurate how they look. Yeah. And I'm like, ew. 
yeah spielberg's is better like the spielberg versions a the faces so cute they got these little beak things and these big yeah. ass eyes and then the body horrifying yeah so scary um and it makes you go like oh yeah and that's what i want to feel when i see an alien i want to go oh <laughs> and then the asylum one i don't think we ever see alien we do we do I don't remember what it looks like. I we see alien gas. Yes, they be tooting. Well, I remember. So you see them like you don't see them. Yeah, I remember because he's like running with um, the pastor that he finds in the end, and like they like run past one, and then like another time one's trying to attack them. They're very big and like CGI. Oh, I meant like the alien inside. Oh, no, 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 no. Because, like, with the, the Tom Cruise one. and the Pendragon one... Yeah, no, nothing ever comes Martian out. There's a that comes out. Oh, yeah, I was, like... I watched the movie. There, I saw the, the machine. I thought you meant, like, the big thing. No, no, yeah. No, no, no. I meant, like, an actual Martian. Uh, Who's there's, controlling it? Yeah, there's a little um, basketball that they throw out that releases gas, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, like, you never see it, which, you know, I'm gonna deduct a point from asylum for that <laughs> but there's mechanics their machinery that their martians drive around in they give crab and so they give they yeah um and that's all you need to know for these movies honestly <laughs> do you want to watch the female <laughs> war of the worlds? female male or non-binary version <laughs> of war of the worlds because i mean truly like obviously for the tom cruise one Tom Cruise is a star, but he's not. Dakota Fanning is a star, and so it gives so her energy. Also, like, like I said earlier, so the like also basic Dakota Fanning's in that movie. Sorry yeah. to surprise everyone. Um, but like the basic plot of like War of the Worlds is this guy's like an astronomer, and he has a wife, and all this stuff happens, and he's trying to get to his wife. Um, Tom Cruise is like a construction he's worker. He's a deadbeat dad. He's a flop. He is a deadbeat dad. <laughs> I sucks. love it. It is so good. And so like. And his name is Ray. Yeah. Oh, what a deadbeat dad name. Shout out to all the Rays. <laughs> you suck. And then like in the book, I'm assuming, um, because it happens in these other two movies, he has a brother. Mm-hmm. And, like, they briefly mentioned that Ray has a brother in, like, the Tom Cruise one, but that's and it. And he's like, my brother's smart. I'm dumb as hell. And then, like, so I, I feel like, really, I said this earlier, yesterday, when we watched them. Um, so what happened with the Asylum one and the Spielberg one is that a script was written in 1997. And then that script, they wanted Tom Cruise and C. Thomas Howell to play brothers. And I guess, like, stuff happened, it fell through, yada, yada, whatever. And then Spielberg was like, I'm going to make one with Tom Cruise. Not with C. Thomas Howell, because I hate... Fuck that bitch. I hate the gays that were all in The Outsiders or whatever. They were all straight, but, like, they were gay to me. (laughs) Tom Cruise was in The Outsiders. Exactly. So, like... But he was like, I'm just going to make it with... (laughs) Exactly. I'm just going to make it with Tom Cruise. And the Asylum were like, F you, that's our script, and that's our stuff, which, like, legally, I guess it wasn't. Um, So... Tom, they made the Spielberg made the Tom Cruise one, and then the Asylum made C. Thomas Howell, and they're like separated. And it really, to me, feels like I know we see his brother in it. They're triplets. It feels like a companion piece. It, it feels does. like Ray is the flop soldier brother that like 
astrophysicist is looking for. Yeah. And C. Thomas Howell is this smart little man who for some reason is also religious. I will say the asylum should also... Real godly. It loses a lot of points for like the latter half we just being real religious. Real religious. And norm- And look, I'm not... I'm not saying fuck religion. It's just, it, it doesn't. Gets, it gets weird. I was like, it doesn't fit. It also, I am very it's, annoyed with the priest because he's a flop. And like, and this is, I assume how he is in the book because this is how he also is in the Pendragon one yeah. is that like he um, starts out and he's just like, just begging for food. He's like, I love God. I love my faith. I'm so godly. I'm that bitch. And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Whatever. Yeah. And then he know? like loses it and starts being like, God doesn't love me. He's not looking out for me. And I'm like, like 10 minutes ago, you Shit, were, get off the pot, brother. you were all there. Like either be there or don't. And he, but it's like, rare. he's still wearing his little pastor thing, which like, you know, it's not like he can chase clothes, but yeah. I mean, but he could take the collar out. Yeah. Cause he's got like the traditional, like, Oh, how are you, father? Yeah. Um, shit on, and that's just a piece of like pla- white plastic that they just put take on it their out. Collar, just take it off. You'd be more comfortable. Exactly. God Maybe forbid. you just think that you're hungry and thirsty because you're being choked twenty four seven. Right. He's so. Because that's that's his vibe, his thing, and not just like in that one, in also the Pendragon one. The pastor is there to be hungry and thirsty, and annoy the main dude to death and scream, and then get murdered. Which I feel like is supposed to be like Dakota Fanning because she scream a lot. She do be screaming. <laughs> but she's also such a little girl boss. Yeah. Like she screams and then she's like, okay, never mind. I'm done. <laughs> I'm over it actually. I've had my, I've had my moment. I love it because like in like the one, so Tom Cruise also, we haven't really mentioned, has a son who's also a flop. <laughs> so his son is your classic teenage angsty boy from a quote-unquote broken family who loves his stepdad and his mom yeah and hates his real dad because he doesn't understand why his dad is a flop and i'm like because his name is ray (laughs) Um, he was born that way yeah and like doesn't think that his dad loves him which you know to be fair i also at the beginning of this movie i'm not sure i don't think he does i think he loves them but i don't think he really wants the custody agreement that they have yeah he's like i want them to be at your house all the time and i want to come over when i feel like it yeah that's his energy he definitely like loves his kids but he doesn't want to be around his kids yeah which you know one could argue does that truly mean he loves them but i think throughout the movie he like proves he tries to save their lives a lot so like if he didn't love them he'd be like yeah die whatever i don't care i don't care burden released um (laughs) but his son once they figure out what's going on and they're like we gotta leave and tommy boy here is like get in the fucking car because he like figures out how to fix a car to make it run because it's an older model so it's not as electrified he gets in the car and they're doing all this shit and um they pull over so they can piss and then his son a bunch of military people pass by and his son is like, I want to join them. And Tom is like, if you don't get your white ass back in this goddamn minivan. If my 15-year-old boy does not just want to join the army so bad. Oh, my God. And I feel like, so I feel like that's their, like, nod to be like, oh, look, the soldier character. 
because like there's kind of, there's kind of things where I can see throughout that I'm like I see what you were trying to do and I see the connection you were trying to make to like the original character. Yeah, you're owed to the original. But I'm like, oh my god, if it is not just so annoying when he's like, I want to be a soldier. I'm like, you will die so fast. And there's a point in the movie where you think he dies. And I was like fully complacent with it. I was like, yeah, he's dead. Why would he not be dead? His name is Robbie. That's what it is. Um, And then you see him later and I'm like, why would he be alive right now? Yeah. So they're on this hill. This is like a very, I would say this is a good middle section of the movie. This movie, this part of the movie freaks. I mean, I know like a lot of it unnerves me. That part when they're on the hill, so stressful. Oh my God. Oh my God. So... Tom is chasing after Robbie, who's trying to go over this hill with all of these military guys because they're, they're firing, firing yeah. at the tripods. But the these tripods have this force field around them. Yeah. So nothing's hitting them. But they keep trying, as is the American way. I was going to say, as the Marines would. Absolutely. And while they're doing that, he looks at Dakota Fanning, who plays the daughter, and is like, stay next to this tree. Don't move. I'll be right back. I'm going to go get your brother. Yeah. And she's like, absolutely dad we have a mutual understanding yeah like they we're both adults they have a mutual understanding from the beginning of this movie she's his mother exactly it's (laughs) the funniest little thing but he tries to go get him he's not doing it and this couple comes up to dakota fanning is like oh my god are you lost you got oh my god you're a lonely child you and she's like no my dad is literally right there and they're like oh she's dumb she's stupid as fuck she has trauma. Her dad's yeah. dead. And they try to literally steal her. And so Tom Cruise has to make the decision of daughter versus son. And he chose daughter, which is the right choice. He because obviously also- listened to All American Girl by... <laughs> um carrie underwood by carrie underwood that song makes me cry um (laughs) fun fact about me i listened to it recently sobbed but the sun like goes with the military or whatever and like stuff is blowing up and this hummer just rolls back on fire and And everyone is like yeah he's dead and i'm like he's dead and also like as a person so i went into all three of these movies well you know the first one i would say um, not knowing anything about War of the Worlds, not read, having read the book, not reading the plot synopsis, not watching a trailer. I was like, I'm going in blind. And so when they try to take her, I'm like, they're going to take her. They're going to take her. And then she's going to be gone for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And then we're just going to follow Tom Cruise while he's sad and lonely. I was thinking, I was like, Robbie's going to die right now. They're going to take Dakota Fanning. <laughs> and now we're just left with Tom. Which no one wants. But also then we meet Harlan, who's... 500 times worse (laughs) yeah so at this point in the tom cruise movie there at and at all points during every single one of these movies there it's crazy how watching these movies how much of it overlaps yeah but then everything is just every single movie is done so differently because of the directors and their vision (laughs) that they will all overlap but then you go oh god this is the worst cake i've ever had um but their overlap in this section of the movie is that they all get stuck in either a attic basement yeah crawl space vibe so for tom cruise he's stuck with dakota fanning his daughter and this weird ass man named harlan who has had a bunker since the beginning of time He's been ready for this. So it's this old farmhouse, old yeah. farmhouse. And this is like their basement bunker crawl space thing. Yeah. 
and it's like probably 10 feet tall because they can all walk around and it's yeah. no shit and he's like i got food to last us weeks my man and he's and being like liquor. your son's dead dakota fanning is like asleep two feet away literally and tom is looking at him like shut the fuck up which like he probably thinks he's dead but he's like no he's fine he's gonna meet us in boston my daughter is right okay. there also because that's the thing like i really like that's the only part of robbie that i do like is that he's very he's a good big brother he's not a good son great big brother maybe not a good person but he's a great big brother he's also like 15 so yeah. what 15 year old boy is a good person yeah she starts screaming and he's like i'm right here put your arms like this and you're safe in you're your in your space safe space and nobody can hurt you and i love you and I know all these lullabies to sing to you. Because then when Robbie's gone, like, Dakota Fanning's like, sing this to me. And Tom Cribbs is like, I don't know that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The peanut butter sandwich scene. <laughs> but what I was saying is that Tom Cruise doesn't know any of the lullabies that Dakota Fanning wants him to sing. And so he sings. I don't know what he sings. My deuce coop. It's so bad. Basically being like she's my little deuce coop <laughs> and she's like yeah you know you're trying <laughs> you did sing something i guess good job um <laughs> earlier in the movie they go to the mom's house because so the mom has left um the kids with tom cruise for the weekend because she's gonna go to her parents with her i was gonna say step husband with her new husband <laughs> she's also pregnant yeah they um, live in boston and so they go to the mom's house to be like, oh, maybe she didn't leave. Like, maybe because everything was happening, maybe she's still here hiding out. Yeah. Um, she's not. And neither is the husband. They're on their way to Boston or whatever. Which Tom Cruise, like, is like, oh, they went to Boston. I'm like, I would have just been like, oh, they're dead. And would went about my way away. But he doesn't know how to be a dad. So he's like, we got to find this mom. Yeah. Um, he's like, I'm freaking the fuck out, dude. Yeah. Um, but then he tries to make them food. Robbie pretty much only brings condiments and bread. He brings like mayonnaise, Which, like, on one hand, barbecue sauce. He's 15. <laughs> yeah. I think that's him being like, I tried my hardest. And but also, also he says that's all that Ray has. <laughs> which like, I believe him. But yeah. also at that point, bring nothing. What are we going <laughs> to do? Chug barbecue sauce. I mean, I've, I would. I've chugged creamer before. I would absolutely. Look, I'm from the South. I grew up on eating mayonnaise sandwiches. <laughs> Fuck but yeah. So he starts to make them sandwiches and he's dealing bread to them. And I went for you, two for me, and one for the house. And yeah. Throws bread somewhere. Um, and then, you know, all he has is peanut butter. I don't think he has like jelly or jam or anything. So he just starts making peanut butter sandwiches, which if you've ever that. had sticks to your mouth so bad it's so yeah. awful unless you got that wonder bread shit then it, yeah i mean it extra sticks but then it hits different because <laughs> then it's like sugar. an uncrustable yeah it's like oh bitch a ham sandwich with ham cheese mayo and mustard on a white bread and the way it like sticks to the top of your mouth and you go, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing is that better that was so awful <laughs> but um so he's making this sandwich and i can't remember like what transpires oh or... she's like i'm allergic to peanuts and yeah he goes, since when and she said birth, birth. <laughs> what a queen <laughs> and he just throws the sandwich he at the window he takes it and just absolutely hammers it into the window <laughs> and it's just a piece of peanut butter bread <sighs> stuck to this fucking window and the kids are like, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's our dad. That's Ray. Which Ray. also the son always calls him Ray. It's funny. Until the end. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, dad, let me, I miss you. Like, let me go. Yeah. When they're like on the hill, he's like, let me go, dad. Yeah. And um, I think that's what does it. He's like, fuck. You know, he's I'm like, all right, fine. I'm your dad. dad. I'll let you, you go. Now. <laughs> but, um. Also, while they're in the house, so they sleep in the basement because, like, you don't want the aliens to come in and yeah, kill you. Getcha. Um, a plane crashes on the house. Oh, yeah. Just plane in the house. Plane on house. House on plane. Yeah. So, really, this movie has two times in which we're kind of stuck in a basement, but they don't yeah. really get stuck. They don't stay here long. They spend the night. The plane crashes. I wish we had stayed in this house. This basement? Killer. Oh, killer. Beautiful. Absolutely killer. So it's big. an exercise room. Yeah. Which I mean, it gets smashed. It does but, get like, smashed. So it's more spacious than Harlan's basement, and it's not as crawl space um, wet. Yeah, um, or as tetanusy. We also get more of a vibe of like trapped in Harlan's bunker because, like, which like they're trapped in the basement at the mom's house too. But like, they chose to go there and they chose to hide out in the basement. Yeah, and then like. And, like, when we go to Harlan's bunker, they're on the run. And he's like, come in here. And Harlan, like, is telling Tom Cruise all this stuff to be like, I plan to stay here for a reason. Their, like, stuff is underground. And they can't leave. I'm going to fight them from here. Because the aliens are out. And so, like, and they won't leave this house place. So they're literally stuck in there because they're like, oh, we can't leave. Yeah, I hate it. It's horrid. Um, Though I will say... It's terrible, but it's also one of my favorite um, collection of scenes because this is when we get our like very traditional pin drop moments. Of yeah. The alien machinery has this weird arm thing that comes down yeah. and it has like a video camera. And so they have to hide around and pretend not to breathe and like yeah. be super still. And it's very tense. And then once the little video camera eye is like everything's good here then the actual aliens come down so yeah. you see them for the first time they're so cute and um they have to like pretend you know basically like pretend like they're not there for yeah. that section as well so i really do like i hate i hate harlan because then after this section um harlan tries to sabotage it a lot because he's like i'm gonna kill him and yeah tom is like they're just like silently fighting with a gun and they take my daughter i'm killing you yeah which he then kills him anyway yeah so go ray i so like in all the movies there's like this attic basement whatever scene yeah where you're stuck but like with an annoying bitch that you try to murder yeah or gets murdered yeah or dies but like then the the ones the spielberg ones like freak me out and like i'm having a bad time not like it's a bad movie but like oh my god i'm stressed the other ones i'm not stressed but i'm, I'm like a bad time because it's done poorly exactly and like the cgi of it is so bad that like you don't really feel like they're in danger it's like some yeah. little thing that's like clearly touching everything that's in the room but is also not because it's cgi so for the pin dragon one I will be very honest, at this point of the film, I was checking to see how long we had left. I was on my phone. There was so much just, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty. It's that for like 30 minutes. And like, so if you look up the Pendragon version of this film online, you will see a lot of reviews comparing it to 
Lord of the Rings. Not to be mistaken <laughs> for anything. It's just like, like Lord of the Rings. It's written or shot like Lord of the Rings. They are like, it's like Lord of the Rings because they just walk. This movie is just people walking. Yeah. The, no talking, just walking. <laughs> just walking everywhere. And the attic scene for this, like attic crawl spacey thing, like the house has been exploded collapsing and so they can't leave and so there's no walking but that's what it feels like and then like i think they're like comparing it to like a journey like a long tumultuous journey and i'm like yeah "Yeah, i mean it is that and it is that for like all of them kind of but like also in the pendragon one i will say there's a reason that they're all walking it's because it's in the 19th century and like because they they don't have horses or they have carriages and like somebody like steals one of their carriages at some point and is like i'm gonna eat your pony bye ha ha yeah (laughs) (laughs) so weird i hate that scene um but like in the like i almost said new age (laughs) in the like present day ones a, like cars stop working phones stop working everything stops working when the aliens get there and like that's a liberty but like it's a liberty i don't agree with why i think they just do it so that like you have to keep walking and it has to be more like homage to the novel like they have to walk because they don't have cars but i'm like well but even you then, just decided that cars don't work in the tom cruise version he gets the car to work exactly so it's something i think it's a situation of like they have EMPs? You just I, decided that they have EMPs? I like the Tom Cruise version the most mm-hmm. because obviously the only other one that we compare compare it to is the Asylum one yeah. when it deals with the car situation because in the Asylum one, they he's too dumb to learn how to fix the fucking yeah. car. But in the um, Spielberg one, he immediately knew he was like, no, do that. And what I think it is, it's more of like, the electricity that came down with the lightning strikes mm-hmm. and everything that that made like cell towers and all of that stuff like stop working mm-hmm. but he knew how to fix it so it's obviously something that can be routed around you know yeah because like in the asylum one i think Everyone it gives more stupid is that like yeah like it just doesn't work and i'm like i don't agree with that idea yeah because like in the i mean like in the original if you're gonna like be true to that to be fair they didn't have cars they had cars i mean not like but the cars that they had weren't electronic yeah whereas cars even in 2005 were already very electronic based so even if it did blow out the electronics they wouldn't know they didn't have any yeah so i don't know i think it's something that i i'm like yeah sure fine yeah that's freaky aliens could do that i'm sure fuck it i disagree i'm like our cars would work me with no no car my car would work would blow up yes the two of us we have teslas obviously (laughs) look if an alien invasion happened the way it happened in these movies my 2006 honda accord is not making it (laughs) i mean i you have little faith I think she could make it. I think the Teslas I mean, wouldn't make it. And you know, I think... She just got a new battery. <laughs> exactly. I would want her to. I just paid $200. For the battery, yeah. And she would be riding around on that beautiful new battery, living her best life. I believe in her. We would get shanked. Are you? I mean, yeah. Because that's the other thing is like... So I mentioned um, 
that like somebody steals their carriage in like the original in the Pendragon one and is like, I'm gonna eat your pony. <laughs> so Literally. weird. Um, in the Tom There's Cruise, always a vehicle stealing moment. The Tom Cruise one is so much more stressful. Yeah. It's like they have a car and they drive through onto this ferry where no one else has a car. I mean, there are a couple other people with cars, but like it's a huge fight for his car. Yeah. And like we almost lose Robbie here too. We were so close to peace. <laughs> I think if obviously Robbie is alive in the end and they meet up, he somehow survived the weird military thing and made it to Boston. How? I don't know how. The grace of fucking God, I guess. Maybe that family that was trying to kidnap Dakota Fanning found him. Maybe. Maybe. I would just be... If I was 15 look at this time, I would be looking around at any adult be like, help me. Help. I'm your son now, baby. Yeah. Or I'll call you daddy. <laughs> but... Um... I don't really know where I was going to go, but... The car? Losing Robbie? Yeah. I don't know where I was going to go with that thought, so I'm going to mm. go with a different thought with the car thing. Okay. Um... People are, like, climbing into the car, and it's giving... Dakota Fanning's, like, stuck in the car, and it's giving... Obviously, they're not trying to get to her, per Mm -hmm. se. They're trying to get into the car to take the car. But it's giving that they're trying to get to her, which just heightens my anxiety through the entire moment. Because nobody, like, reg... I mean, like, they... I don't I don't even feel like they register that she's in the car. Like they're just like car, car, need car. And like yeah. even so he loses the car in the end, somebody else takes the car, which is like remnant of what happens in like OG. Um somebody takes their carriage. But like he loses the car and Dakota Fanning's still in the car and he has to be like, Hey, can I get my daughter out of the car, please? Like I don't like I'm not gonna take this Fucking car from take the car. Can I get I my child? Care. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess there's a kid in there. And it's like, yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> it's terrible. It makes me so stressed out with that shit. They don't really do it. And also, and, you know, I love Dakota Fanning in this movie. She kills it. She, I hope she got an Oscar for this. She probably didn't. I um, you got any Oscars. <laughs> it was not received the best. That's why it's Push 2009. I know. Um, it's my Push 2009. It only got like a 60-something on Rotten Tomatoes. Justin Chat won um he was my he was my 2000s boyfriend every movie he was in and this time that i saw him in i was like that's my boyfriend um in the asylum version he also has a son i don't feel like he has kids in the og i don't understand why they give him kids and i think it's because like they try to give him kids to like fill the other roles that they don't do as much because dakota fanning kind of feels the role of like screaming (laughs) and robbie's like the wannabe soldier but like I could, I'm, like, they say it, like, Robbie really says a lot that he's like, you don't even want us around. You just want to dump us on mom. I'm like, I would. Right. I wouldn't want to be running around an apocalypse with kids. Also, she didn't win an Oscar, but she did win a Saturn Award for Best Performance by a Younger Actor. She deserves it. They were nominated for three Oscars, though. Best Achievement in Sound Mixing, Best Achievement in Sound Editing, Best Achievement in Visual Effects. I think they should have gotten visual effects. This movie's Gorgina. That's like... And this is one of those movies where it holds up. Yeah. The CGI and the special effects in this movie hold up. I yeah. would expect the same visuals from a movie that came out in 20, 2023. Also, speaking of... 
especially compared to some of the movies that have come out in 2023 this movie <laughs> is superior um speaking of visual effects and budget and things oh yeah let's get into that. okay so as you may expect the asylum had the worst budget of five hundred thousand dollars yeah and the movie that they produced with that budget phenomenal killer for that for that budget crazy good um that being said, it is still a, a it's shit not great. movie. <laughs> the Tom Cruise version, because it's a Spielberg movie, had like $150 million or somewhere around that. That sounds like I didn't look it to up for that million one. Dollars worth of a budget. Killed it. Yeah. Great. Great time. Had a, had a ball. Would would watch again. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Will, will watch again. <laughs> the Pendragon which was my least favorite yeah. by a long shot. The worst movie I've watched in a while had a $20 million budget. And it looks Where? like it was shot on like an iPod Nano. It's orange. This whole movie is orange until it's nighttime. I was like, and then it's dark blue. blue. And the sound is like almost like it's been mixed in a tin yeah and then thrown out on a movie it's the really sound bad is horrible i don't know where it went to because like no nobody Their shoes <laughs> that's because they be walking <laughs> one thing about these which they will be walking yeah um what was i gonna say like nobody in this is also like a big name actor Mm-mm. and not even like not even like a bit like i don't know anybody in this from anything else no not even like oh he was a minor character in push 2009 of them were this is the only thing that they've ever been in which is so sad yeah damn (laughs) i would have to do something else to be like i have to redeem myself i gotta go on days of our lives i don't even need to like be an actor still i just need to redeem myself i'm gonna be on some kids short film for college (laughs) i'm gonna be in the wiggles don't despair the name of the wiggle in this household. <laughs> Have you I mean, seen the hot wiggle? There's no, a hot one now. Please don't. He's so hot. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He's a wiggle. Okay, that doesn't mean he can't be hot. It does to me. He's like the only new one. I love that you say this as if I ever watched the wiggles. I used to watch the wiggles so much. My I watch Barney. Fruit salad. <laughs> yummy, yummy. I don't know what these words mean. It, they had a song. About I'm sure. Salad. I believe you. I watched. Look, I was a connoisseur of all cartoons as a youth. I mean, I was a connoisseur of PBS cartoons because we did not have cable because my grandparents refused until I moved out. And then they were like, oh, actually, we want cable now. I didn't know there was a weather channel. <laughs> just watch the weather all day. Fuck you. I just want cable for the weather channel. <laughs> that, they were literally, for that. Literally, it's the only reason they got it. They were like, we got to watch them boys in the snow. Weather? 24-7? Hell yeah. Yeah. It's like a doctor's I mean, office out here. <laughs> it's my autistic grandpa. Yeah. Which, Do you like, like weather vanes? Hmm? Do you like weather vanes? I don't know what that is. It's a show, I'm guessing. No. <laughs> weather vanes are an object. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, is she saying vans really weird? <laughs> I thought maybe I was like, they got their finger Sometimes on the... I forget you're 30. 
Because I don't know what weather vanes are. Yeah. <laughs> oh. For those who are also ignorant, <laughs> I'll refrain from saying stupid. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Who don't know what a weather vane is. It's the thing that sits normally on top of roofs and it'll have the directions north, east, south, and west. And it'll spin based off of the wind. And it'll tell you what direction the wind is blowing. Um, so we did have one of those. Um, I just called it the weather fan. You were so close. Yeah. And he had a lot of weird thermometers for, like, weather stuff. Like the, I don't know. I, um, barrow. Yes. A barometric thermometer. Yeah, the pressure thing. Yeah. Maybe be like, it's going to rain. Yeah, the pressure's Ugh. dropping. It's going to rain. Whatever, dude. He also was a gardener, so, like, rain was, like, you know, essential to things that he did for work. But, like, whatever. I mean, you could just get an irrigation system. I mean, not when it costs money. Fucking never want... He grew up in the Great Depression, so... Irrigation systems are... You can just make that with digging trenches. My grandma probably wouldn't have let him do that. So... I mean, not a big trench. If you just have a small garden, you don't need a big trench. He was a small little man. He shouldn't have been gardening in the first place. <laughs> so frail. Or just do... um, What are they called? I don't want to say above ground planters. That makes it seem dumb. I have no idea. We did have a little, like... A raised bed. We had, like, a little pond thingy. Like a fountain. That's what it's called. Uh, it was really cute anyway <laughs> what else is there to add um let's see we talked about the budget i just refuse to talk much about the pin dragon one because it sucked and i'm trying to get it out of my mind so the least i talk about it the better i mean i, I wanna, also don't remember much i want to watch the three hour one why it's just an extra 30 minutes i feel like it might make I don't more think sense. I it's going to answer any question. I think I was just so confused. I mean, not confused in that, I like, I, I didn't know what's happening. I stay confused. It was just that, like, I just, it feels so jumpy. I mean, yeah. But I feel like, I, I gotta be honest, I feel like even with the extra 30 minutes, it would still feel jumpy. That's what I'm afraid of, is that, like, he cut, like, a 30 minute long scene. That's what I think happened. And not that, like, he just cut little bits of I it. I think he cut a full scene out. Um... I will say also, you know, Spielberg made a choice to be like, they're divorced, <laughs> actually, in my version. Loved it. <laughs> Hello. I mean, I don't love it, but I also didn't love, I mean, so like, I will say also, in the Asylum version, wife, and this is not just because she was naked, so hot. Great tits. Yeah. Face hot. Like, She's got she's got the whole package. I didn't look at her butt, but she's it. She's the moment. They didn't really show much of the butt. Yeah. Um The wife in the two thousand five Tom Cruise one I say the two thousand five, they're all the two thousand five version. Um in the Tom Cruise one is AON from Lord of the Rings. Shout out to Lord of the also Rings hot. this episode. Yeah, also hot. Sponsored by Lord of the Rings. <laughs> My neighbor's kid, her name was AON. And then the Pendragon one, wife not hot. Hair good? Very mid. 
She's also just credited as the wife. We She never speaks her name. Even when he meets her at the end and it's like this big, I mean, it's supposed to be this big, beautiful moment of like a reunion. It's so boring. Oh my God, it's so bad. <laughs> but like, he doesn't even say her name. No, he's just like, my wife. <laughs> I don't know and if he they, even like, says anything. There's a, not a lot of talking and like. There's also a lot of eating carrots. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the carrots. The only time they don't eat carrots is in the Tom Cruise version, which maybe they eat carrots with Harlan and we just didn't see their carrot eating. I don't know. Because we don't ever see them eat. It's on like the journey that like he's making that like he finds carrots somewhere, which like, you know, they're not all the same, but like. I mean, if I had a nickel for every time, I'd have two out of three nickels. (laughs) And that's enough times for me to be like, this is. This man eats carrots. This someone cooked here. <laughs> and I think in the beginning also, I like I know I called Tom Cruise a flop. Um he is. I mean, like him or the character? Both. Valid. <laughs> um, but I meant the character. I'm like, I look, as someone who I don't support Tom Cruise, I do love his movies. I will never I won't buy anything. I think he's a great actor. But I love me a little Tom Cruise movie. And I think that... Big action girly over here. I think that he did bad things. <clears throat> I don't know to what extent. I also um, am, you know, not that being um, brainwashed by a cult excuses everything. I think it's an explanation. For but his... that's what I was going to say is I that now he, he's trying he, to get out. Yeah. He was brainwashed by Scientology by his first wife. Yeah. Hello. He was trying to get pussy. She said brainwashed. And then he was never the same. Yeah. And now he's trying to get out because he's like, oh, shit, I'm fucked up. Yeah. So. I mean, he is old now. So it's the quintessential like old man being like, oh, I fucked up my life. Yeah. Yeah, you but did. But it's over now. <laughs> but. I feel like in the beginning, like, he does kind of know stuff. I mean, like, he knows stuff about cars and so that he fixes the car. But I feel like he's he also, like... <laughs> you just said that so straight face. It's my favorite explanation for everything. <laughs> I mean, I think he's a little into science, though. Like, I feel yeah. like he's talking about the stars with um, Robbie and Dakota Fanning in the beginning. Because his brother knew. Yeah. Because his brother's an astrological... Astriog, um, his brother fucks the stars. <laughs> I do also really want to watch the second one for the from the asylum because there is yeah. a sequel. We will probably be watching that. I do not know. That if was we like will make probably not episode about it, but um, maybe in our next episode we'll give you a brief um summary of how we feel. I think there's also like. I'm like I'm not even exaggerating. I want to say that there's like 15 War of the Worlds movies. There's, so many. there's another one that came out in 2005. We didn't include it on this. So sorry. <gasps> there is. Yeah. Oh, the documentary. Be, no, it's a Tubi original. I don't know that I knew this because we watched it on Tubi. Yeah, and it was the first thing when we looked it up. It was that first one with the man's face. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that one also came out in 2005. That's so crazy. So, shout out to 2005. We were built different. I was telling my cousin about this yesterday, about, like, what the movies that we watch and, like, what we're going to do and stuff. And they were like, 
did they they had to know that like the other ones were making it i'm like i don't know i mean like so obviously now knowing like the, the asylum and like the tom cruise thing like they obviously knew so like spielberg started making the his war of the worlds and then the asylum was like fuck you we're making one too then um but i don't know that pendragon knew i don't think so either also there's one that came out this year i did see that crazy because that kept coming up also and i was like that's not the one i want it also doesn't look good and it definitely did not do well hey neither did the dakota fanning one you know so real oh does that one have okay never mind sorry to this man that i just thought was chris pine (laughs) sam gittens his name i'm sorry i'm sorry hmm. um in the 2023 one the main character's name is herbert wells is this hg okay. wells is what i'm wondering is this like Pardon? is this just like hg wells life or is this no 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 no. this is exactly what i thought it was hg wells starring in the world of the worlds Also, in the Asylum version, the character's name is George. His name is George Herbert. Shout out to H.D. Wells, the eugenicist. (laughs) But, you know, it is a nod to that, which is cool, I guess, even though he sucks. Yeah, I was like, you know, it's always nice to, you know, art represents life, you know. I, who made this one, the 2023 one? Also, the Pendragon one, I think that was the one that like had the review where it was like i can't believe three writers made this or is that the asylum one i think that was the asylum one which is so crazy to me yeah i mean it does give had three writers that's the only (laughs) the only trivia note about the 2023 one is that his name is herbert i love that (laughs) they're like herbert's name is taken from the author that's it that's all you get oh three young astronomers Okay, wait, I think I found it. Oh, it's 2021. Sorry, not 2005. Oh, okay. It's called War of the Worlds Annihilation. (laughs) So true. It looks scary. And not, like, scary, like, oh my god. (laughs) It looks scary bad. Like, scary, like, it looks like I couldn't watch it. (laughs) War of the Worlds 2021? Bad. Yeah, we're the world. Two point one out of ten on IMDb. Yeah, Martin Starr is in it. Mark Ruffalo. What? He's the soldier. I mean, he's a soldier. I don't know if we are looking at the right. If we are looking at the same thing. It's the world. The world's twenty twenty one. Because. No, we're the world's annihilation. Oh. How, did I stutter? <laughs> the to be original? I was like, Mark Ruffalo is not listed up here. Mark Ruffalo is listed in this one. A guy from Grey's Anatomy. This guy who's like an actor. I don't... Steven Weber, if you guys want to Google him. He's like an actor. But I, I mean... I love that you're like... For the audience... The tiniest picture that I just showed Merida. Like, the tiniest fucking thing. Like That's him. I zoomed in. Jesus Christ. 
There's also a guy that looks like um your dude, Jeremy Allen White. It's not him though. Yummy. <laughs> Deborah Messing from Will and Grace. What is happening here? I want to know hmm. why people keep trying to make this movie. So I we also... did it so well in 2005. We did it so well. There was three of them. We don't need more. I so like also that if I knew that three movies with the same name and plot, I mean loosely, had all come out in 2005, I don't be I wouldn't be like you know what I need to do, make another. And I can do it better. Also, like Spielberg already did it, literally. And like, unless you are unless you're Martin Scorsese, fuck off. Unless you're the baddest bitch ever, and you're look. I would love a. I mean, if if someone's gonna remake it, I'm like, if you're gonna make Jordan it, Jordan Peele. Exactly. I was like, if you're that gonna make great. it gay, if you're gonna add people of color, make f- sure monster fucking yeah. But you're just making the same move. They're just doing white dude again. Part five. Herbert's here. <laughs> Let's go for the crowd. And I'm or like, or make it like you know, make it Herbert and then kill him at the end. Yeah. Oh, plot twist. I will he say dies. also, I want a plot twist where it deviates from the book and they destroy the planet. I want a plot t- twist where he doesn't find his wife. Yeah. Um, but or like his kids. Um, and like he's just like. Um, what's it called? What's that movie with Will Smith where he's like the only guy in the world? iRobot? Yeah. I want like that. Like he's just wandering the streets alone. Yeah. No. The legend? L? I am legend. I am legend. <laughs> the big L. L. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also I was going to say into Herbert. It. Um, once I found out stuff about H.G. Wells, I could kind of see where like that had kind of infiltrated it's kind of like once you know about jk rowling and like you think about harry potter you're like it makes sense i see what you meant by that Mm -hmm. when you were like these people shouldn't hang out with these people and i'm like "Mm, i see why you thought that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i also don't like that like the aliens just kind of like i mean like i know like you know it's the story everybody wants a happy ending or whatever they always just kind of lose and like that's it they just die yeah. So sad. Oh my god, I forgot to mention <laughs> in the asylum one. Um in the end our man George Herbert. Oh, his, so in both the <laughs> Pin Dragon and in the Tom Cruise version, it's the chemicals of the earth. Yeah. Fuck up the alien system so they just start dying. Yeah. Because like they're like we can't sustain our life on earth. Yeah. And so they just start dying everything, you know, they die. Go Earth. <laughs> We're the bomb. Not in the Asylum version. In the Asylum version? <laughs> He's gonna give them rabies? He shoots them up with the rabies vaccine. <laughs> Ain't nothing more deadlier than a virus. <laughs> it's almost like he knew what was gonna happen to us. <laughs> they were telling the future out there. It's because so, I'm like, they're robots. And like, which makes me think there has to be an alien inside of it. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, we don't see alien. We don't see an alien. So I'm like, you literally think that it's just tech, and you're like, I'm gonna give this computer rabies. What? Well, no, he thinks there's an alien inside. I mean, yeah, but But like, like, we don't see it. (laughs) For the audience, it's not as believable. It's I'm gonna give this computer rabies. Yeah, I'm gonna give this spaceship rabies. Like, I assume, as an audience member, 
I assume, even though I don't see it, that there is an alien being inside of it. However, because I don't see it, it makes me believe less that it's like giving them this rabies thing will work and or that he did it right. What were you stabbing with that needle? Because I think, oh, well, so (laughs) in this one and in the Pendragon one, I'm like, I keep having flashes to the Pendragon one. As I mentioned, the other ones, I'm like, oh, that also happened in that one. Um, but in this one and in the Pendragon one, there's a scene where he like goes up to the alien and he's like, I've had it like, fuck everything in my life is shit right now. Just kill me. And the alien like dies in front of him. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to kill you. I mean, not the alien doesn't say that. He's just like, no, I'm dead. I can't kill you. Sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, am I to assume it's because he gave a different one rabies? <laughs> because he's given, he shot the other one before this happened. Yeah. So I'm like, is, am I to assume that it's because they all have rabies now? <laughs> they transmuted rabies via their brains. And like, in the synopsis for the next one, it's like the aliens have come back. And I'm like, I didn't, didn't see them. Did they all die? I didn't see them die. What do you mean they came back? Like. A couple of them died, but I wasn't like, there was no like Pacific Rim, we defeat them all, everybody cheers moment. Yeah. It was just like a couple of them died and his wife's there yeah also his son is so cute he has the biggest eyes and yeah poop hole brown eyes. he's got the biggest eyes and this little wavy hair he's so cute i don't agree with um that this man should have children but yeah. um i will say after so we watched since we watched the tom cruise version first a mistake we should have watched it last yeah um, we should have started pendragon we should have started at the worst and worst. The very bottom. <laughs> but we started at the top and, you know, you can only go down to the bottom. Yeah. But my, f- one of my favorite part things about the Tom Cruise version that doesn't happen in any of the other ones, which makes sense, is you get up and close and personal. Yeah. He gets, so for all of these, canonically, throughout the entire thing, they somehow consume humans yeah and in the tom cruise ones the tripods just shit out some blood yeah and they keep on a truck and everything else leaves <laughs> so like, i shit it on <laughs> <laughs> so i shit it on them <laughs> everything else leaves like the skeleton like they just suck everything off yeah and for the tom cruise one we learned that because he picks up he so after our basement moments um Dakota's running around screaming. Dakota's running around. She gets uh, yoinked by one of them. And so Tom Cruise is like, fuck, now I got to get yoinked. Yeah. So he gets yoinked. And they're in these cages. Yeah. Where they get, someone will get sucked up into the robotics of it. Yeah. Get that churn and gurn, baby. And then get shitted out. Because <laughs> they shitted on them. <laughs> and Tom Cruise is like, oh, shit. So he takes this belt of... Um, grenades. Grenades. He gets sucked up. This army dude sees that he's got the grenades. He's he's their mind. Together. They're playing four D chess together. Exactly. So he starts trying to pull him down, and they pull him out of the hole. <laughs> I, it looks like a butthole. Yeah. Not to be graphic, but they get him out of the aliens. The alien robot butthole. The bussy. The the robotic bussy <laughs> um the robussy 
if you if you will if you're nasty if you're nasty the rebussy <laughs> and they it explodes and it like kills them from yeah. within and at first when i first watched this movie i was like oh my god they're gonna set off a chain reaction it's yeah all, they're all gonna die but it doesn't and i think that's cool i think that's better i want so like we watched like you said we watched that one first i hadn't seen any world of worlds movie i hadn't read the book i don't know what happens i and the other two i'm just like waiting for them to get captured because that was the most fun part that was the best part because also pussy honestly pussy level which like that's and, the one liberty that i'm like yeah you were right for that one and like all the other machines they do snatch people yeah get snatched uh i don't think see like <laughs> tom cruise though he may be a flop he is forklift certified he oh he's absolutely forklift he is forklift certified in this movie but he's he is forklift certified in his heart yeah and like he he does how cars work like he's not he's a flop dad but like he's not a flop mechanic the other guys i feel like if they got captured dead immediately (laughs) in the pin dragon film he's the most twink ass i've ever seen in my life also in the pin dragon one we see his brother a lot what is his job man man of the house that's what he does he's just a dude he's an astronomer he doesn't have a fucking job he does astronomy no he doesn't the old man does i think he was just like i'm interested in it i don't think he has a job (laughs) dead ass i think he is unemployed (laughs) at least his brother's going to school he's got something going for him Him, he's just a fucking dude with a mustache a bad mustache it's fake i i hate mustaches so like i also hate this man's mustache but this man is it's literally glued onto his face it is a wig i think i couldn't tell him and his brother apart at first and the meredith was like this guy's a mustache what are you talking about i was like oh so true he's had a mustache since the fucking beginning (laughs) and his brother does it we see his brother a lot and like his brother is supposed to be reunite. no they never see each other no they His never cross paths line is so bogus it's so weird it's just him running around with these two fucking girls it makes me wonder if like i mean and I'm probably not because i don't feel like he was smart enough to do that but it makes me wonder if there's like a brother pov in like the book Maybe. because everyone's like it's so true to the book and i'm like do they never cross paths in the book they fucking hate each other <laughs> damn i mean to be fair if mustache man was my brother i'd hate him too (laughs) but like so it's supposed to be kind of like smart brother strong brother type vibes or like smart in the pin dragon one yeah which i don't like like. well educated men give me a dumbass himbo exactly well i like and i know like i say it's only like a five minute scene if that but I like Peter Green C. Thomas Howell brother scene because yeah, it's very clearly like, half. yeah, what he's been exploded in half. It's very clearly like soldier brother, even though he, well, he was, he was a ranger. Yeah, he was because an army ranger. the other army guy mentions that later because he's like, you won shit. Yeah, there's this one army guy. He's real weird. So um, weird. I thought. He shoots our soldier boy in the face. Carrie. Yeah. Rest in peace. And he screams a lot. Um he calls um see thomas howell a girl a lot yeah and I'm he calls surprised they didn't whip the f word out same so you know he says a lot of 
not good things. Yeah, like, um, he says a lot of adjacent things to, like, the F-slur. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he does. But, like, C. Thomas Howell's like, I'm an astrophysicist and this is my soldier brother. But, you know, he dies and whatever. They go, he loses Carrie also at some point and, like, gets stuck with the pastor and then gets back to army man. Yeah. I'm only saying all this to explain the shot point Blake scene. (laughs) Yeah. So he later rejoins back up with Carrie, which like also happens in the Pendragon one. He loses a soldier. He gets back with the soldier. But in this one, it's different because the soldier has like a leader, man, lieutenant, whatever. Yeah. And I apparently he's self-proclaimed. Yeah. I was like, he's self-promoted. Um, which girl boss. <laughs> I would too. I'd be like, oh, I'm the president now, actually. I was like, New World Order, bitch. He does say that the president's died because I remember making a note that yeah. W is dead. Yeah. So they're trying to go to Washington, D.C. because that's where he thinks his um, daughter, his daughter, his fuck, his wife and son are. And he's like, the weird soldier guy's like, well, everyone's dead. The president's dead. The Senate's dead. The House is dead. And I promoted myself. Yeah. And Carrie, his soldier friend, is there who previously threw up <laughs> his brother being cut in half. Um, but he's like, oh my god, hey, bestie, you're here. I love you. Um, and see, Thomas Howe, I don't remember. Oh, George. He's like, hey, oh my god, so cool. And they're, they're hee hee and ha ha. And soldier guy's like, you're pussies. This is your girlfriend, whatever. And Can like, fuck with that dick. He tries to recruit George. And George is like, uh, no, I don't fuck with you like that. Yeah. He like, like essentially also is, yeah, he's trying to make him a soldier. And he's like, no. And, but then he was also, this was the one time where I was like, I agree. Um, weird soldier. I was like, well, scientists are going to win this war. Yeah. Scientists are what we need. And I was like, yeah, you're right. But I don't like the way you talk. About I don't it. like you though. Um, because then he's like talking to Carrie and he's like, you're useless. I can't even tell you how useless you are. And to prove it, I'll, and to do this, I'll prove it to you. And, and then he just shoots him in the head, point yeah. blank. And immediately as he does that, George takes a rock and kills the soldier. Yeah. That does that. <laughs> and then ad break. <laughs> yeah. It was so strange. Yeah. Shout out to I'll watch the movies on Tubi. <laughs> I was like, shout out to Tubi for that one. More more films need to be on Tubi. Well, because it's an asylum film and they did Shark Sharknado, I can only assume that this was on like the sci fi channel. So I can only assume that that's exactly how it went when they showed it on the sci fi channel. <laughs> Could they even show it? I was like, I... I don't think you can show R-rated movies. Yeah. At least not after... Not until, like, a certain time of day. Yeah, not until midnight. Or, like... Or maybe, I think it's 1 p.m.? Yeah. 1 1 (laughs) a.m.? I was like, 1 p.m.? Just getting home from school watching R-rated War of the Worlds. Whenever Adult Swim comes on. 11. 11. Yeah. And I want to say Spike, maybe, was a little later. I don't know. Dude, I'm, shout out to the Spike channel. I would have loved to watch this on TV. <laughs> oh my god. 3 in the morning. I I kind of wonder... So I, they might have like had a like TV version where like they it's edit it and you just see him shoot him. It's Because like you see bullet go in Carrie's head. Yeah. So maybe they just you show hole. like... Yeah. Hole is shown. <laughs> you are seeing hole. <laughs> But uh, maybe they just show, like, the guy shooting at him instead of, like, actually, you know, seeing bullet hole. Maybe. 
just to get it on TV. Yeah. Because I know it's like a straight to movie whatever. No, this was it never definitely in... wasn't a theater. <laughs> Absolutely. This was having to compete with the Tom Cruise version. And it's also crazy that they made so many other ones cuz like they made so many other ones in like 2010 until now. Um never heard about them being in theaters. Never was just like in high school and somebody's like, "Oh, you want to go see the new Crazy World Awards movie?" Because this they weekend? were not. <laughs> no, you're all making made for TV movies. Why? You're not that bitch. It'd be so funny if we did say this and then Jordan Peele does make like more of the worlds. <laughs> I mean, I would love at this point another version. Fuck it. Get Spielberg on the phone. Make me a, a second one. I mean, clearly, I two. clearly he doesn't have the rights, but like, I assume he has the rights to like that one. Make it a second. Make it a second one and get C. Thomas Howell in there. Or, I mean, just make your own script. You're a director. I thought you meant me. I was like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> no, him. I want... I want gay Ray. Okay. I want gay Tom Cruise. Gay autistic Tom Cruise. Yes. Okay. It's post... Um, He's 60 now, so I have questions. He can be 40. Mm movie magic i saw top gun i disagree he's giving do not he's giving 55 at best do not insult the name of maverick in this household (laughs) fucking hate maverick um but i would love a he lives in the same suburb as his ex-wife and her current husband um robbie's obviously in the military um and national guard (laughs) marines (laughs) he and um i don't remember what dakota fanning's name in the movie is but dakota's in high school did you say cindy (laughs) yeah that's not her name it was absolutely not cindy (laughs) um and that she's in high school and then They've come together in a weird bonding situation of, like, we're all amicable and, like, we're a lot better friends and they've all come to an understanding. Rachel. Rachel. And then um, Tom Cruise is like, I'm bisexual and he dates a man. (laughs) This is so hilarious. This is also funny because... And then um, they have another alien uprising. I thought you were going to be, like, baby. And he has to fight with his lover. Oh, my God. People that are in the, um, you know, the Push 2009 fandom, me and four other people... Um, want Push 2009 to have a sequel because it was set up for a sequel. So, me and you, we just want Dakota Fanning to do those niche movies <laughs> that she did when she was a kid and now and be an adult in them. doesn't want to now. Why not Dakota? Literally. It's all we need. I'll give you $2. I will give you my toe. Oh. You get to pick which one. <laughs> I Free mean, toe. I mean, it's not free. It is for your sequels. (laughs) It is for War of the Worlds Part 2. But I'll give you a toe. I just, I don't like that they're divorced. Because also... I do. They obviously did not work well together. I mean, yeah. I mean, worked well enough to have two kids. But also, I think she was just like, you're hot. Let's fuck. I mean, so real. A kid can save us. I probably would have... 
absolutely tom cruise on the 2000s yeah oh uh, yeah he's got a weird chest and i love it (laughs) (laughs) a weird chest yeah the way that he has muscle in his chest Uh is very strange (laughs) (laughs) have you ever looked hard enough it's weird no it's weird I think it is so strange, but I can't get enough of it. (laughs) Like, that's the scene in Top Gun in the original, in the original, in the first one, um, when they're, the infamous volleyball scene. I barely remember it. I think my first exposure, that or cocktails, but I can't remember if he takes his shirt off of cocktails. (laughs) Cocktails. We are watching cocktails one day. We'll do. I it thought you were gonna have, be like tomorrow. <laughs> it doesn't have a sequel or a um like it's not a remake of anything. Mm-hmm. But I think we should watch it for the pod. Oh God! And just do a one-off episode because I will never shut up about cocktails. And then I want Push two thousand nine. Look, we can make that. We'll compare them. <laughs> <laughs> compare and contrast the two most similar movies of all time. Yeah, <laughs> cocktails. A movie about a deadbeat guy who turns into a great uh bartender and falls in love and gets someone pregnant and his mentor has a it's it gets sad and then it has a little happy ending (laughs) and we're fucking on the beach i mean chris evans in push 2009 is kind of like a flop dad yeah i mean Although people like Tom Cruise in cocktails is giving, I mean he's giving flop dad, but he is not a dad yet. Yeah, I've only seen the trailer which you have showed me, um, and like pictures. He's giving gay, like oh, he's, he's giving, giving so homosexual. He's so queer in this movie. <laughs> it's so funny. Look, look him in his little. He has this mentor who teaches him how to bartend. Mm-hmm. Mama, if this movie was made today, they would be gay. Do you know the only thing I think about whenever you bring up cocktails? Mm. When Dennis is like pretending to be gay oh, and it's always sunny and bartending. Yeah, that's, that's exactly that's how I picture Tom Cruise. That is literally this movie. That is the energy of this movie. <laughs> and I say quote unquote pretending because I'm like, Dennis is a bit gay, but more than a bit gay yeah i would say um but you know that's between yeah i was like we're not on a tv show always sunny but to go back to my sequel ideas (laughs) for war of the worlds yeah um i think if he was a little gay guy not even gay bisexual you know I he's think he's in a baseball. He bats for both teams. Just do what they did, and you know this is derogatory to them, but I'm gonna take it from them. Do what they did in Jason Bourne, um, not Jason Bourne, um, the Bourne Legacy or whatever. Oh, and cast someone else. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Retcon the last part of the movie. We don't get Robbie. Robbie's dead, as he should be. <laughs> That's the only thing that I want out of a sequel for this movie. Just. 15 minutes of the morning no 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 no. like it's just like dakota fanning and like tom cruise or whatever and they're like living their new life or whatever and then they like go to robbie's grave or something because he is dead Um, because also play shitty games win shitty prizes try to join the military at At 15 15, when they're fighting an alien race you're dead now sorry you don't get to live as as it should be i i mean 
I hate him. He's a teenager, so like I can only hate him so much because he's annoying because he's supposed to be annoying. He's not. He doesn't have a full brain yet. Yeah. But oh my god, if he's just not, I don't want to give Shut up! You can't oh my even god. blame him for having a bad life because his mom and his stepdad love him so much, and he calls his stepdad dad. Yeah. So like he's got a great life. He just has a weird dad. Who of us don't have weird dads? I was like, I have a weird dad. I'm not out here trying to join the army. Yeah, I had a I have a weird dad. I tried. <laughs> I thought about it. I mean, I but you weren't running, school. screaming at army trucks, being like, take me with you. No, I wasn't that. <laughs> no. But, you know, it happens. <laughs> we all go through phases. Some of us fantasize about it. It's fine. <laughs> Look. It's, I, it's so funny because, like, it's, like, one of my greatest fears. Is what? You joining, like, the fucking Navy or whatever. Oh. I lay awake and exactly because you're like, oh, my God, I would love to do that. And I'm like, I'm terrified. Don't do that to me. I was like, I'm not scared about it. I am. Sometimes I think about it. I'm like, I could run that ship. I mean, yeah. But then your mother would be here all alone. But then I could have an I could be an admiral. (laughs) One star admiral Mathis. (laughs) Hello. I mean, it does sound cool. Exactly. And then if I ever ran for office, everyone loves voting in military veterans. I thought you were just going to be like, everyone loves admirals. And I was like, I never, I mean, not that I voted in a lot of elections, but (laughs) never voted for an admiral. I mean, I would. (laughs) (laughs) If they were a Democrat. (laughs) I was like, I, I feel like I've known some admirals. Um. I would vote for Admiral Mathis, but that's Thank it. Thank you. One star. <laughs> you keep making it sound like it's like one star to five. It's not. The <laughs> I more know. stars you have, the better. Exactly. I think it's a three stars. I don't know. Look, I don't understand the... Look, I, would that, I join the Navy? Is that like letterbox rankings? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> more stars, the better. Oh. <laughs> I was like, is there some other ranking system on letterbox that I don't know about? It <laughs> makes me feel dumb. But anyway, <laughs> to go back on track, is there anything else we'd like to gloss upon? Um, let me look at my notes and because I feel like we've hit the main my main points and the points that I cared and were most passionate about. Everything else, you need to watch the movies to figure it out. But I also have a don't note. watch the movies because they suck, except yeah. for the Tom Cruise version. I have a note here about the first one. Is it narrated by Morgan Freeman? Yes. Okay. The beginning and ends have quotes from the book yeah um gun safety i do have a note about that in the first one yeah tom cruise he's a gun safe dad he has that shit in the lockbox on code yeah the only thing i'll give it to him because it has a code and it's under his bed and it's in a lockbox however the bullets are in the same box yeah that is gun safety with children no no gun and bullets need to be in two separate areas also, the Pendragon one and the Asylum one. I didn't make a note about this, but um, <clears throat> the credits at both of the beginning of both of these movies. So long. Oh, my God. Like half the movie. And like For the Asylum one, literally like half the movie. And For the Pendragon is just a drop in the bucket. It takes so long. So there's like at least three minutes worth of credits at the beginning of each of these movies. Oh my God. I also forgot that the beginning of the Pendragon one was like black and white. Yeah. And I was terrified that it was just going to be black and white. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with black and white films. It looks uglier. It looks so on much this worse. Film. <laughs> um, 
the yellow was horrible. Yeah. But the black and white would have been worse. I do also have that it's giving science class in public school. Like, you would have... This is what they would make you watch. This is definitely what your weird, eccentric English teacher would make you watch. Um, I also have that it gives Doctor Who vibes, but, like... Derogatory. Yeah. Like, old Who and, like, more the beginning. Like, I'm a Doctor Who bitch, so... They they are not Doctor Who, but like just that it's like in the nineteenth century and like is on a bad camera. Sorry to old Who. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, to be fair to Doctor Who, they were working with what they had. Yeah. This was filmed in two thousand five. Yeah. They I don't know like why you went that. out to the early nineteens and took cameras. I have a note here. I have a lot of notes that like pe- things that people said in here. I don't remember a lot of them, but I remember, I don't remember this, but it's just, um, crawling out of the thing like a dish cover. Okay. I don't remember <laughs> which one that's from. It's from Pendragon, but I don't remember anyone saying that. Oh, I do remember someone referring in the Pendragon one to Mars as a squirting planet. <laughs> also, shout out to the newspaper boy in Pendragon one that's just running around being like, everything's on fire. We're going to die. Woohoo! Hee hee. It's very, what I can only assume we're in England. Very England of him. Yeah. Location is never, well, actually, they refer to London a lot. So I guess our location is confirmed England. Oh, his son's name is Alex. That's super weird. In the um, asylum one. Yeah. They call him Wrangler. Yeah, which like. Because he has a nickname like Galileo. Because Galileo's nickname was Wrangler. Which also he tells Carrie and is like, yeah. You know who Galileo is? I know who Galileo is. And he says it so slow. Yeah, he's like, Galileo. Oh my God. I forgot in the beginning of the asylum when the orb hits, there's that guy in the ground that like his sugar mama's screaming about him and Did being you like, Max? Yes. Because I have Max with a heart. Oh, because I call him Greg. <laughs> he does give Greg. He gives such Greg energy. Um, but he like dies down there. Um, Pony Boy, W is dead. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Matt is cutting. Now watch me hit this drive. <laughs> oh, also not really important, but just a note for funsies. Um, the priest that's here is Australian. He's either Australian or he's New Zealand. No, he says he's from Australia. He says he's from Australia? Yeah. He's like, because, like, also he has a kid yep. um, that he, like, left there. And he's like, yeah, I left my kid in Australia. And I'm like, why? <laughs> like, so much about the priest is also giving confusing. I'm like. So confusing. Why? He tries to tell his life story so badly. Um. Yeah, my next note is pastor as a kid with, like, five question marks uh i then have underground part and then boo tomato 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 (laughs) and then romance because george has a dream oh my god that he's cuddling the priest (laughs) and then like he also like sees his wife dead or whatever but get in the beginning of this dream he's cuddling the priest and then he wakes up and they're like across the room from each other and i'm like "Mm, you love him that's pretty gay 
And then, like, my next three notes are so jumpy because it's like, Carrie just got shot point blank range. George killed the soldier in charge. Happy family reunion. (laughs) (laughs) Which, like, things happen in between there. (laughs) Do they really? Because it sure doesn't feel like it. Well, the only thing that really happens in between there is he goes up to an alien and is like, kill me. And the alien's like, no, I'm going to die instead. But yeah, that's all my fun notes. Well... I would say if any of our listeners have any wants, um, if you watch the Asylum one, that's the fastest watch. And I would say it's pretty, like, overall it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. The, it's not good, but, like, you know. The pasta part at the end is not as fun, but, like, overall it's pretty fun. And I'm really just not as fun because, like, he's a flop. I, I think say, if you're not religious, he'll annoy you. If you are religious, he'll annoy you. Yeah, there's no winning. Um, I would say that, you know, of all of them, if you're going to watch one of them, watch the Tom Cruise version. Like, it's objectively the best one. Yeah. Like, art-wise, casting-wise, script-wise. Acting-wise, too. Like, I don't... Acting-wise. And not that, like, I'm like, everyone in this should have gotten Oscars, but, like, I don't understand why people didn't... Like, it was very well acted. Yeah. They're, Tom Cruise is crying. Yeah. He's sobbing. He's putting his whole badussy. Even He's Robbie, who I don't like, tooth in that. is doing well. Yeah. And Dakota Fanning, perfect. Yeah. I mean, she couldn't have done better. <laughs> She's giving mother at the age of seven. I exactly. love her. But yeah, I would say watch the Tom Cruise version. Highly recommend it. It was um, instrumental to me as a youth. <laughs> I... No further questions. I love doing first watches for me, you know, just at the age of 30. Not that, like, I should have seen every movie in the world, but, like... Movies that I think you should have seen. Movies that are very, that were very, like, instrumental to you. I love seeing those for, like, the first time in my life. And is it connecting the dots? Or is it making the dots more confusing? It's connecting (laughs) the dots, but not the way I thought it would, because, like... If I had watched this movie when I was young, I would have been like, oh, Robbie, he's everything. I, I would join. I watched this movie and I said, oh, Tom Cruise. You became Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> not, you be- you're not a flop. Not an abusive Tom Cruise. Yeah. You became But the energy Ray. of Tom, <laughs> uh, the energy of Ray. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be a deadbeat dad who works on cars. <laughs> That's my dream. Yeah. I'm one more. I'm working there. I'm working there. It's connected the dots in a weird way. Good. I'm glad. (laughs) I can't wait. I want to be a flop dad. Can't wait for us to watch cocktails. (laughs) Oh my god. I want to be a gay bartender flop dad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When I was a child, I wanted to be a interior decorating cowgirl. (laughs) So gay flop bartender dad, not far off. (laughs) I wanted to be a rock star lame i think one cool. one job mama yeah. this is a two-job economy i'm I mean, i'm interior decorating was in and 90s. i'm a cowgirl <laughs> i'm wrangling cows and i'm telling you turquoise you were a post 9-11 baby i mean not like post 9-11 but once you were thinking of jobs yeah we were post 9-11 you needed to yeah yeah i was i was a market crash child <laughs> you know I was like, fuck, brother, we got to have five jobs. I was like, I'm gonna, just going to go and be a rock star. Can't wait to be on M- MTV. It's super easy. No, I was like, I have to be an interior decorating cowgirl. And <laughs> I have to really, you know, I got to put my shit down, you know. 
how else am I going to survive in this crazy world? (laughs) Like, I know, you know, you can do stuff with cows. Like, I mean, not, (laughs) that sounded weird, but like, it can be a job, but like, I never meet anybody and I'm like, what's your job? And they're like, cowgirl. I'm a cowboy, baby. (laughs) You're just not meeting the right people. (laughs) I, yeah, I don't know. I was going to say something and then I was like, no, I do want to meet some cow people. Some cow people. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't want to discriminate against the cow people. They're called ranchers. Ah, okay. That was like, you know. We don't call them cowboys anymore. I'm not trying to gender the the ranchers. Yay, ranchers, very non-binary term. Yeah. Call yourself a rancher. I would love to meet some ranchers. Same. I'd love to marry one. (laughs) If you're a rancher, hit me up. You can marry one and be an interior decorator and live your dreams. I mean, I just want to live in a valley where I don't have neighbors. (laughs) We couldn't be more different. Um, I want to be alone. (laughs) I just want a weird little house with some horses. And a weird little husband that don't talk much. I mean, I do also want that. Because kicked in the head by cows. <laughs> oh my God. And big hands. <laughs> That's all the girl. What a girl wants. <laughs> what a girl needs. You're going to rewrite that song. Yeah. <laughs> what a rancher wants. What a rancher needs. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you could go TikTok to famous on that. That could be a famous, I mean, not famous, but like it could be. A poppin' TikTok sound. I thought you were gonna be like, I can attract like a rancher, and I was like, um, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's a rancher. No, he's also taken, and I respect his relationship. I guess. Mm, I was gonna say I don't. That's interesting. He's not even. (laughs) I'm not even interested in him like that, and I don't. She don't deserve him. So real. Well, with that, we will bid you adieu from our one episode three movie run. Yeah. Um. Watch War of the Worlds. We'll we'll see what we'll do next time. Maybe it'll just be a one-off episode <laughs> about cocktails. <laughs> Who knows? But we'll keep keep we'll meet you <laughs> on the flip side of our um, alien tripod man-eating blood pissing machine. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>